0: Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Chris Galligan with Centric Consulting. I'm here today with Jude Schramm, uh, CIO of Fifth Third Bank. Um, and we're going to talk about the world of data uh, at the bank and, and Jude's perspective on that. So um, thanks for joining me today, Jude. I appreciate it. Um, you know, as, I think as, nice as, Chris. certainly, um, data has become a very hot topic and central to uh, many. <clears throat> Of our customers' um, you know, visions and strategies. So um, would love to hear from your perspective how you've used data at Fifth Third to transform the company.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great question. And you're right, data is, I think, at the heart of everything that we do. I've, you know, been in technology for 30 years now. And um, I don't know if there's ever been a time when being able to understand how to capture and utilize all the data that is generated just continuously is is has been more important and so you know at the bank what what we're constantly trying to do is look at data as a key part of our strategy from a value proposition you think about being a customer of a bank and one of the things that that we can offer to our customers is a lot of really good recommendations uh, for your financial success whether it's as a household or as an individual and because we have a lot of access to that we know what people buy we know where they shop we know The types of things that you do, whether you're uh, thinking about your everyday lives uh, or whether you're thinking about liquidity or you're thinking about loans for big purchases or medium purchases, those are all happening with financial institutions. And so, you know, for us, having that information and having that data really is something that we're trying to harness in terms of how do we use it to present back to you as a customer. Advice whether that advice is on things that we believe or products we have that you could utilize uh, to achieve your goals, or if it's things that you may not even be thinking that you need today, uh, that we can see patterns in that we would like to, to bring to your attention uh, of products you may need, services you may want. And so, for us, it's a lot about that it's understanding our demographics of our communities, it's understanding. Um, how our customers are utilizing their financial well-being, whether it's through, again, you know, the, the, the everyday banking, cash needs, or lending. And so, you know, we're looking at just a lot of different ways to create a better and differentiated customer experience, almost exclusively with just the information we have available to us through the data that we have by what people do every day, whether it's swiping your debit card, buying a loan, whatever it is.
0: there sure. And have you, have you been able to use that data to kind of um, you know, you spoke about it in the context of your customers, but as you think about, you know, everything about what your customers are buying and what they're doing. Have you been able to monetize that in a way with with partners, you know, retail partners and things like that that want to understand your customers habits, buying patterns, those sorts of things?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and, and honestly, the answer is no. It, being a bank and being a regulated industry, we we can't really do that. Um, we can't sell somebody's data. We can't give the data away. We, we obviously have a lot of partners that have access to to the data as well, just by nature of the relationship uh, that they have with with our customers too. So um, we can't monetize the data. What what we what we try to think about in, in terms of that data is really given our what I I term like customer agility, and I'll give you an example. And so. Um, we've been able to utilize uh, our data sciences team and we're starting to use some elements of experimenting with artificial intelligence to to think about what is the next thing that we think Chris is going to probably need in terms of uh, the next product from us, right? Something that we, we noticed that you're going to Home Depot every weekend and you're buying stuff from there. Maybe you're in a position where a home equity line of credit would be a good thing for you to have and you don't have one. And so we're able to do a lot of very dynamically created uh, reach out to you through our mobile application, through our web application, even through our bankers to really reach out proactively to give you advice of some things you should be considering. Now, we don't push it on you, but we want it to be in front of you so you can see it and be thinking about it. So what we're really more so than monetizing it directly by giving customers data away, which we would never do. We're thinking about how do we utilize this data to to create more awareness and more visibility into the products and services that we offer to you directly um, that you may not know about. And then we try to align that with what we think your needs are. So we're not just spamming you with just, Hey, let's, let's send Chris a mortgage uh, product offering when you don't even own a home like that. We we're trying to avoid those scenarios, obviously. Um, But we couldn't in the past. And and, and to, to be honest, like for, for, majority of banking marketing for years, it was very generic. We just sent a mortgage uh, advertisement out to every single one of our millions of customers, but now we don't do that anymore, right? We are able to know what you have, what you use and what you you do so we can be a little more targeted. And the goal of that is to A, avoid spamming you with stuff you don't need because that's a hassle, but B, to be a little bit more directly partnering with you with what we think you might need that we, we believe is, is due to the information we know about you and not just some randomly generated ad.
0: Sure. How have your customers reacted to that, you know, that more tailored, personalized yeah. experience? Are you getting a, a positive response? And then in turn, are you seeing uptick in, in product adoption or, or adding of products that you've, you've marketed to them?
1: Yeah, we're getting a lot of very positive reaction. Uh, we were just meeting today, actually, as a and as a steering committee with our marketing group, and what we're seeing is is the the, the number of times customers are opting out of certain marketing is going down dramatically. Uh, so that's a very positive sign that customers are receiving it. But more importantly, I think when we look at our household growth, when we look at the the, the products and services and the penetration. Uh, of our products and services with our existing retained customers, you know, growing at the pace it is, it tells us that we're we're on to something because uh, I think we're, we're we're finding a value proposition that's that's more intentional and in, in, in working well with our customer base.
0: Sure. And and as you think about the different, I mean, obviously Fifth Third's got a, a wide variety of offerings. Are there particular areas that you're seeing um, a, a larger impact? From your investments and data than others are there are there things where you're seeing like really really strong impact other areas that maybe are are, uh lagging behind a bit
1: yeah i I think i think a lot of yes i think some of it depends on the environment too for example right now a lot of people aren't you know looking for mortgages and so you know we're dialing back the 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 offers around mortgages just because of the economy right and you see you see the, the mortgage market slowing down a little bit um, but when you think about offering our checking products right you think about the different checking and savings products that we have that we offer customers uh, I, we do see an uptake in in customers and you know advancing through those products to the one that's right for them we don't offer a lot of different ones these days we've gotten very specific with some of the data we have about simplifying the types of Different products that we have, but um, you know, we've got products that, that have a variety of different ways that they offer. Whether it's protection against overdraft, or it's different uh, fee-free type checking, or our credit card offers, uh, we have a, a, six or seven different cards in our portfolio. We're definitely seeing uh, the the matching of where you are in your kind of financial well-being to the products that we have is having a lot of good success with hitting on the right the right thing for our customers. And our goal is to move you you know, into the right product that that we have for you. And as we're adapting our products and releasing new products and advancing, keeping you moving with us, and that's a big part of the goal. But we are seeing the success of that.
0: And as we touched on earlier, obviously, data is becoming more and more central to, to, you know, many businesses' strategy as a result of much greater volumes of data, different types of data you know, that that can present its own challenges. So from from your perspective, what are the biggest challenges with the data and management of the data to to drive your business strategy?
1: Yeah, it's a a really good question. It's something we spend a lot of time on. I mean, number one, our our goal and one of the biggest challenges is obviously data protection, right? We want to make sure that um, as a financial services company that we are protecting our employee and our customer data, uh at the highest level of capability that we can and so for us that's always number one so when you think about the volume of data that's being produced in any given day right in the 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 now distributed way that we're storing data whether it's on-prem or it's in our public cloud environment or in our private cloud environment all of those environments that we have and, and even a growing number of our our systems are hosted by third parties as we talked about earlier, right? How do we make sure that as your data is being um, produced and stored in a bunch of different landing zones that we call them, that we have the right security and controls in place. That's always the top of mind for us. So like that's that's a big challenge is to, to get that right and to keep it right because the pace of change around the products available in the industry and what you want to be utilizing to help you with the rapid storage and growth of data. And then thinking about the insights you can get from the, you know, advancing technologies and in, in analytics and artificial intelligence and all those capabilities. It, it's really how do how do you keep up with all of it and keep everybody protected and keep it in a place where you're not going to cost yourself out of operating is really the trifecta that we think about. It's about protection, price and in velocity, how do we keep up with the technology? And so that's the way we, we we've been putting our strategy together. And it's 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 um, it's a challenge. It's probably one of the harder challenges I've seen in a long time in my career.
0: Well, certainly exciting times. I know you guys are uh, you know in a wonderful spot and growing uh, consistently. And it's been uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. So thank you, Jude Trim, uh, for joining me. Uh, you can visit CDO magazine.tech for additional interviews. Um, and thanks again. Appreciate
1: it. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate your time.